A hypothetical. If your neighbor buys Enlist One and Instinct Next Gen and you buy them with True Choice, what's the difference? An extra five grand in your pocket? Don't miss out. Get up to 10% back with True Choice at Corteva.com slash save now. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. That's right. Back at it. Homegrown. Homegrown. Chuck Dizzle, DJ head up yes. in here, man. Head up in here is super happy. Uh, you know what? Look, when I'm happy, I like to share shit. What do you mean? Like, when, when I'm happy, I like to do cool shit. I share food. You know what I'm saying? I gave Tomas some fucking cookies. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I noticed that. You, you are. That is true. Like, whenever you do share food, you're in a, you're in a good I'm mood. I'm in a good mood. Wow. I just, I, that's how I express my care and love, my love and shit. You know what I'm saying? Your love and shit. Hey, real quick. What? Wait, speaking of love, man, happy birthday to your moms. Happy birthday to my moms, dog. <laughs> let, me, let me let me show you some some funny shit that happened uh, yesterday. Oh right? my god! So I'm I'm chilling at the house. <laughs> not you gonna do- talk about this? Not shit? doing shit, right? And I look at look, I have my phone charged, so I look at my phone. I'm like, okay, I get two missed calls from head. Usually when head hits you twice, it's some shit going on. Right. So I'm like, oh fuck, some shit that went on at the station. I don't got a job. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Head, what's up? Hey, man, you at home? Yeah. Man, hey, good, because I'm right outside. I'm outside your house the right now. What do you mean you outside my house? I mean, like me, pull up. He outside the <laughs> crib. And he, he's done this on a, a couple of occasions, so it's not surprising that he's outside, but he's outside nonetheless. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right? And he commits to tell me that, man, shit is fucked up right now. Cause it's mom's birthday, yeah. But mom's ain't where you needed to be. No, nah, mom. I thought. See, the thing is, where you live, where I had to drive back to the hood. Chuck still live in the hood in Carson. So when we when when we was uh my mom lived my mom worked in the area. So I was like, I'm gonna just pop up at her job and surprise. I got her a MacBook Pro. You know what I'm saying? Being, I pay, being a good son, I'm you trying are. to be. I'm trying to pop up on her and buy her a laptop because she need one. She on them. She one of them old like Acers. Yeah, she or you know she want she on one of them dorm room laptops. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So um, I pull up at your crib because I don't know exactly where the fuck I'm going. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Because I don't know who, who's been at their mom job. You right. know what I'm saying? When you get grown, you stop going to your mom's <laughs> job. I know where the fuck she worked. I don't got the address. So anyway, long story short, I end up sitting at your house all fucking day. Waiting on her, and then we say all day, dog. It's like you pulled up at like one, what one thirty? One o'clock in the afternoon. What time did you leave? Almost ten o'clock. It at was night. like a smooth ten o'clock. Yeah. Tell them why though. Because <laughs> because I called my mom and she wasn't picking the phone up. So I'm like I'm I don't want to abort mission and go back to the crib. I live in North Hollywood, dog. That's, that's, that's it. And for so, folks that don't know, that's a, a long ass. Yeah, if you drive. ain't from L. A. Like yeah, North Hollywood traffic. in the dead middle of traffic from anywhere you is far as fucksville. Okay, get driving home. You talking about point. two hours easy on the freeway? Yeah. So anyway, I'm sitting, I'm squatting at your house, yeah. and I get to finally get a hold of my mom. She talking about she on the bus to the casino. She All on right, turning up. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> 
It's your I, I get it. It's your birthday. You can do what the fuck you want to do. But I'm trying to surprise you at work. You're not even at work. Yo, when I say the look on his face, when I was she fucking said pissed. That, I ain't gonna oh, lie. Man, but it, it don't end there, dog. It don't. It don't end there. So what time she tell she she was gonna be back? About seven o'clock. Right. Yeah. So he he's kicking it at the crib. He's like, all right, you know, I'm gonna just knock some work out. I'm gonna hook this laptop up while she's here. I'm gonna watch she's over there. So he's expecting to be gone. You, you expecting to meet her by seven? By seven o'clock. So leaving my house probably like around six six thirty maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah. You get a call. I miss my train. I'm not going to be back till like 10. This I'm, nigga's face. And I heard her like she was she was loud when she said it. She they was, having a ball. She like, ah, they, they like to go. Ah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I missed my train. It's, it's going to take me about tw- uh, an hour to get to where El Monte. And by the time I get home, it's going to be 10. It was definitely some loud yes. buffoonery going yes, on on the other end of my phone. Bottom line, this is what happens when you show your love to people. So I, I get it. I understand. That's why I don't fuck with people. I understand. That, that's why I don't do shit. I don't try to. I don't try to look out for nobody. I don't want to help nobody because niggas, niggas always got to be, be running on their own program. I see. All right. Well, look. And ahead. fucking uh, Jasmine is in here shout and she's shaking her head at me and I don't give a fuck. Shout to Jasmine. <laughs> yes. Yo. Yo. It's, it's so funny like people that know head like they know like this is genuinely him like he just don't give a fuck so that that's why it was funny to me because to circle back the reason why i brought it up because like you telling people that you know this is the way you show love and shit this is the person you show the ultimate love to and she pretty much dissed you at this point like she didn't yeah she just that got was a smooth this like she she clearly didn't give a fuck about she what didn't you give a fuck about on. nothing now. and then when i dropped when i gave her the laptop she was rushing me out of her house <laughs> so she can go play bingo Wait, she was trying to leave again? Yeah, ain't that a bitch? My mom left the house at about 11 o'clock at night, went to go play bingo, so I just got on the freeway and back, like, went back to the crib. That. You know, I'm le- I'm getting out of your house, and I'm going to let you do you. Well, at least she wasn't trying to get knocked down. Well, yeah. Well, I don't, listen, <laughs> my mom ain't got no man, okay? Hey. Bingo is her man. I don't know. You, don't, you sure? Oh, I'm dead. I'm for sure. My, no, my mom ain't got no man. So, if, look, hey. It is what it is. You women out here that be always talking about what you ain't finna do for no man, you ain't finna put up with this, you better start putting up with something. I'm telling you right now, because you're going to be at bingo. Wow. All right, well, look, we got... <laughs> Love you, mom. We got uh, one of the homies in the house with us He right your now. homie. Man, he, he's definitely my homie, man. Uh, producer extraordinaire, man. Somebody that always finds finds a time to come over here around the time of his birthday. We were just talking about this off air. When's your birthday? <laughs> All right, you fucking introduce him. Jansport J is in the house, yeah, by the way. What's going on? Sport, not... sport the Pharaoh, a.k.a. What the fuck is Pharaoh that? He weird. said that shit on my Snapchat. What's a sport the Pharaoh? He's Jansport. No, I said I was sport you Okay, Because what's... I'm a new member of New Edition. No, you're not. Now, I am. Now, the Pharaoh, uh, that just goes back to, uh, I was in church one day. Like This is when I was first growing my beard out, and the lady came up to me, and she told me that I, uh, I reminded her of one of the old pharaohs just with that look. And it was a weird time in my life, and I was like, I just really embraced that name. What's that? Is it because of the beard? Yeah, like gotcha. when I was first growing the beard, yeah, like yeah. maybe five years ago or something like that. So I just kind of, you know, took that name on years ago, and it's it's kind of stuck. So Damn, that's so, crazy, yeah. though, man, because we've been rocking with each other for a minute. We, I, Like right. I said off air, we've been rocking since 2009 when you and Work got together and yeah. did High Power Moves. Right, right. That was the first time I, you know, remember you guys coming through. Well, I remember going to the, the release party. At Seven Bar. At Seven Bar. Is yeah. that, was that in Covina? No, what was it was that? downtown. Downtown. We're tripping, tripping, downtown. Tripping, tripping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember going there and then obviously having you guys on. And 
Um, but I, I was I was just tripping out how long it's been. Like I put a post up the other day talking about this is the tenth year for Homegrown Radio. Like that right. shit in itself is just. And we got to do something wow. special. Yeah, too. Did you bring yeah, us something? Sure. Did you bring us? Some, I mean, he just a told gift me basket, so some drawers, brought, nothing. I didn't bring my, shit. I brought myself, nigga. <laughs> it's <laughs> our tenth year doing this. I, I brought the presents, but you know what? I'm gonna bring a present next time. Got so it's you. all good. You know what I'm saying? Like next I, time, the next man. And the next, but but the the thing is, it's been that he's been here so Tell many times with, within <laughs> 2009 to about 2012, and then right. ever since then we've seen each other like every three years. Pretty much. Well, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's, it's enough. It's enough. It is enough. enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I was just, I was thinking about that earlier. It's low key. It feels like when you go off to college. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you're just gone for forever, and then you come back home, and yeah. it's like you get the home cooked food, you get the jokes, and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Man. That's what homegrown radio is every single time. Although so, ain't no food this time, man. Tasha, no, no Ta- food. Tasha moved up. She got her own I location. Everybody here. moved up. Y'all yeah. on the radio and all oh, that kind man. of stuff. I see head everywhere with. Rappers and and DJs, and, right, you know what I'm saying? Like he popping. We shit. got People Magazine back there, or Hip Hop Magazine, whatever that. Like head everybody got a, moved. He got real life endorsements. Crazy, Why are we talking right? about Man, DJ Head? This is crazy. <laughs> this is Jan Sport J. And he don't even eat red vegetables. And he don't crazy. eat red vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he smooth put all that shit yeah. to the side too. Oh man, but we, we are here for uh, the the new project. We were talking about Pharaoh, man. Um, yes, yay! Instrumental <laughs> album, and, and I think I ask you this each time, but for mm. for you, when it comes to these instrumental albums, like, is this like a creative process for you? Like, do you walk into it saying, "Okay, I'm gonna make an album based off of this, that, and the third, or are these leftover beats, or is this what what is the the, the synopsis of what? Yeah, These projects are. It's, it starts with me wanting to make something and then knowing I'm going to make trash for like a month or two. You said, no, so, you're going to make trash? Yeah, pretty much because like it starts with just that desire. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just working on beats trying to capture something that I feel that I hear in my head and you're not getting quite that to it. There. So, But you have to be disciplined and keep working oh, at it until you get that first you know batch sound. of beats where it's like, okay, this, this is, is what direction. it is. This is where it's going. And then in the middle of all that, you live some life, you get some inspiration here and there, and, you know, a concept starts forming or, or whatever it is. So, like you were saying, it definitely is a creative process. It's, it's, it takes a lot of patience, but um, it's it's very rewarding as far as, like, it lets me be weird as fuck. Yeah. And, like, I'm I'm an awkward, quiet right, person. Right, so, right, like, right. it's just fun to, like, you know, be in my own little world. And it's it's only beats. Yeah. That's, that's the crazy part. But I just enjoy having that time to, like, try and craft something. And put together a body of work, so it's definitely like a rewarding. But experience. I feel like it's more—it's more than just beats, dog. Like even with which, and shouts to the whole the Pitchfork review they gave you a seven, what seven point six? Yeah, man, 7. That, that's 6. that's dope. Yeah. And the fact that they wow. compared it to to uh, uh, Jake Dillon's Donuts, man. I haven't read it. Oh. I read I well, read wait. the first caption. Okay, like the screenshot that Data sent me. Yeah, and I haven't read anything else because I don't have the stomach for that type of stuff. Oh, <laughs> and then like I don't I don't like to get you. too high or too low. Got you, got so, you. So and it's funny because. Uh, the guy, the editor, he works over at Bandcamp. He writes for Pitchfork, too. He's the one that kind of connected me with them, and they were fans of the album. And so he was telling me, like, you know, what did you think of the article? I was like, I haven't read it. And he's like, no, you got to read it. Did they get was, upset about that, or is it just No, he's like, not upset. He just he just thought it was weird. And I was like, no, like, I'm just telling you, I like. Nigga, I took this time to listen to your shit. <laughs> yeah. And I said no, some favorable shit to honest, you. Honestly, like, one, one day I'm just going to randomly read it because it is, like, a big accomplishment for me. Yeah. Um, something I've always wanted to see. Uh, but right now I just, I try to focus on the work cause I, you know, I, I am somewhat 
like Erica Badu said, you can get sensitive about your shit. shit right, so right. I always think like, even if it's an amazing article, there might be those two or three points where it's like, uh, like that's just going to bug that, right? why, yeah. you, why, why do you think you sensitive like that? Like, why do you, I think cause it, it comes from a personal space. Um, when I'm just producing for somebody else or like, it's, you know, it's a little less Pressure. personal than it's like, you know, you it, it comes with the game. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, I, and I, I have no problem like reading stuff like that, but when it's my own solo yeah, joints, yeah. like, but if it, you creating shit, right? Because uh-huh. this is something that, that I notice, like a lot of artists, um, they do, right? So if you creating something and it's just for you in your own world, your own space, why put it out for us to, to critique it? So the way I interpret it is that the the whole artistic process for me is all about just being as honest and truthful and like weird as whatever's coming out. Like, don't worry about what's going to sell. I never think about the business when I'm making the music. Now, when the when I have the album done and I hear what it is. I take a step back and figure out, all right, what is this? Like, how can I push this? Because every project isn't the same. Like, you're going to fuck up if you keep trying to push the same, you know, album down the same outlets or the same audience. Like, everything is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So with that, what I try to do is I just, I get in artist mode, just be creative with the music, and then afterwards present it to people. And and what I notice, at least for me, is that people who – people kind of connect with the music on a certain level. And sometimes they can articulate and say, yo, this beat makes me feel like this, that crush record that right, that you right. played. It reminds me of yeah. when I saw this girl that I liked, you know, so they can relate to that. Or some people just like, yo, I just, it's something about this music. Yeah. And to me, I think that's, that all just goes into a feeling that's put into the music. Like that energy that's put in is going to connect with somebody on some kind of level. And it's not my job to tell people how to how receive to it. Yeah, yeah. It's just to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so what, um, when you when you so you say you never think about the business when you making the music, no, not Your when I'm creating shit. it. Yeah, but I definitely do it when when I'm done with it. Like we line everything up after that. Hmm. Because I don't like I don't like tainting the the feeling or whatever I'm going through at that time. You just want to just live and just kind of put it out. I just want the weird shit to come out. Uh, whatever. And take it a is. step back because if I'm thinking like an A and R all the time or. Or somebody in that's marketing, smart. then yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. okay, well, I need, I need a beat that's at 97 BPMs. Now, if you're producer for other artists and then stuff like that, that that's when you put that head on. Yeah, and I definitely yeah. do that. But when it comes to my instrumental albums, it's more so like, yo, just let it go, create, see what comes out. So you said so. it usually takes you about a month to kind of get in the mode of, oh, this feels right or this direction. A month or two to get like that first joint or two, and then most of the time I spend like eight or nine months working on the album. So at, at what point did it get, have you ever got to the point where it took longer than you expected? And, and how did you react at that point? Like if you know, if it normally takes two or three weeks or maybe a month, mm-hmm. what was the mo- moment that it took maybe two months and you were like, fuck, I still ain't got that feeling. I mean, it's, it's like that every time I freak out every time, but I, I know it's going to come because I've, I've put out eight albums like that. And I know the process. I know I have to get frustrated. I have to go through all sorts of stuff. So it's just a matter of just being disciplined, and you learn that over time. Um, yeah, it's just you know, you just gotta kind of stay at it, and you know, not not bug out. Just trust the process, really. So. That's, a, that's a trip. I mean, I I couldn't imagine. I mean, I I could imagine being in that process, but being able to kind of stop and start, like like you said, you you dip off for a little bit, right? Like, but I think that's. That's you. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. authentic to yourself as far as yeah. not necessarily wanting to be in the limelight and do shit or whatever. Because I notice that shit. Every time you, you do something, you step away for, for a little bit and then you mm-hmm. come back, kind of peek your head out. For you, how do you adapt to social media in that sense? Like, do you still like to, like, when it comes to the marketing side, like, lining everything up, 
are you okay in that space when it's time to do it, or is it like, man, let me just let the business kind of take care of itself. You what's, guys around me do that shit. What, what's execute. weird is this this album is probably the most vocal I've been, mm. like as far as tweeting about it, retweeting, <clears throat> posting on Facebook, and mm-hmm. and it's definitely like it's it's a transition for me. I feel weird doing it. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel gross sometimes. Yeah. Because it feels like, yo, here's my shit. Here's right. my shit. Ooh, look at me. But what what I learned that is it's about <laughs> is that. What I'm doing. Yeah. For, for so long, I used, <laughs> I used to think, I you know, I didn't want to do that because it's not me. And it comes off as like just parading yourself. But what I noticed over the years is that your fans want to be acknowledged. Absolutely. Man, you better promote. And like, it makes. And I noticed as soon as I started like retweeting people, even the homies that never really say anything like they were tweeting stuff. Right, right. And it was kind of like contrived, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? That's dope. If this is what, makes, this if, going, if this yeah. what makes people talk, then cool. Then let me, you know, show love to everybody showing love to me. Because, you know, it's it's a very personal process. And, and when it's out there for people to, to fuck with it on any kind of level, that, it's absurd. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I, I would do this if nobody ever heard it. Yeah. So the fact that anybody shows love, I'm going through the transition learning process of like, yo, you know, you can still be reserved and quiet and all that kind of stuff, but show love to the fans in the way that that makes sense and is comfortable on Yo. some level. So, I mean, I know you didn't read it, but you did. You did put this part of the article, the top part, um, mm-hmm. when they said um, Jansport J makes instrumental hip hop a hip hop that summons Jay Dilla's donuts without uh, <clears throat> without uh, falling in its shadow. Like, how does that shit feel? Like to be compared to that, and it, then- it, it's it's a double edged sword. I I don't like or it makes me cringe anytime somebody makes a Dilla comparison right. because that's like holy ground, that's right. hollow shit. Yeah. Um but at the same time I have to let people process what I'm doing however they do it. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Of course that's one of my, you know, main influences. But um yeah, it's just it's more so I just take it as validation that people are like really connecting with it and that it feels reminiscent of something to them. I think it's dope, man. Like you said, if it comes from other sources, right. if it comes from the fans, if it, if it comes from the networks or exactly. whatever, it's dope. But the moment you say, yeah, man, it's that, that Jay Dillard yeah. shit. Like, and, I, and I see people do it, and it's just weird. Yeah. It's really weird to talk like that. And it's, yeah. The thing is, like, I, for him to be such an influence on, on my sound, I've been around everybody that was around him at right. this point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did shows with Ill. I was on the label with Illa J, his little <clears> brother, and, and House Shoes, and... And, you know, just a lot of people that were around that man. So, like, you know, it's, like I said, I'll be honest, it makes me cringe when people, especially if you do it in person. Like, I get uncomfortable with that. But at the same time, like, it is like. So right now, that just didn't make you feel good when we said that. It's just, it's, <laughs> when I, when, when you were reading, I was like, nah, 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 I was like, like maybe he'll get to the end where they said it's his best yeah, album. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going to learn how to take a compliment. <laughs> no, that's the thing, too. I'm, I'm awkward. Working, so, yeah. like, when people start complimenting you in person, I'm yeah. just like. Yeah, no, I, I get, get awkward it. about that. I get it. So, so what I, happened when 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 are you single? Right now, yes. So you single? Yes. So what happened when a woman want to give you some ass? Like, do you like well, you know what? I really don't know. <laughs> no. I really nah. now feel comfortable it's, it's about taking not, this pussy. Nah, nah, ne- next subject. Next subject. Nah, <laughs> like, no, you know, I mean, maybe I should just hold back on acknowledging the pussy. I mean, so, <laughs> not at all. I mean, to be real, there is Jan Sport J and Justin. This happened last right, time. He was talking yeah. about sex. Addiction. Last time he <laughs> asked me, "Could I go away?" He oh, said three years without sex, sex, like willingly. He asked, no. He asked you, or do you have any addictions? Yeah. And he said, no. He said, well, can, do you do you have you? Can you go three years without sex? And you was like, no. He said, well, nigga, you addicted. 
Yeah. You, you but no, you said, like, you can go three years without sex if you had to. But if I'm choosing that, like, I'm not going to choose to do that. So what's the difference between Jansport J and Justin? Jansport J talks way more than Justin ever would. Like, so you Justin, don't talk to, you don't actually talk to women. You don't actually I do talk. in my own way. Like, it's, what does that mean? What do you? What's the What's the last thing you said to a woman that that? <laughs> I think I, t- I I'm give I'm, me your phone. Okay, so just, <laughs> just look at it. Look at the text. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just <laughs> yeah. I just you know no. what I'm saying like so, that little white boy on the <laughs> so meme. So here's you know like what I'm saying. Justin is very quiet. But if you're talking about something that Justin is very interested in, mm. we will have a great conversation. Like and then what happens with women, like, this sounds weird. This is the Jansport J shit because I'm talking, yeah, like, bro, compliment you're the myself. same motherfucker, bro. <laughs> no, it's just want to let you know. <laughs> All right, you're not a Mighty Morphin nigga ranger. <laughs> right? Listen, so, you know, when, when I'm... When I'm talking to somebody and having a deep conversation, or whatever, it surprises them because it's like, oh, you're so quiet. Right, I never thought right. this would come out of you. And you so can go there. That's that's the game. I expect if you, you to have to a deep conversation. Game. I don't well, expect you to have, say like, "Bitch, I want some pussy." Well, you don't have to say it like that. To, no, I'm just to, telling you. <laughs> I expect you to be like real or, introspective, yeah. and you know, you know, I would love to. Uh, Exchange bodily fluids with your essence. Nah, it's nah, not. You know that type of shit. I'm not, I'm not shea butter. Right. <laughs> I'm not you know, know that more and more shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, think, I, I, I think that you're very esoteric in nature. And a lot of people think that, which is funny. As okay. Let's, let's, I'm say, not, let's, let's find out. Do you have incense in your house? No. Okay. So no, I, I you don't got no incense. I have no incense. You don't got no chakra rocks or no bullshit like that? I have none of that. So what? Chakra rocks. I got. I got sugar-free in my phone right, right now. Right. Pentagrams in their bed and shit. <laughs> but people assume that right. for whatever reason. It's the dreads, dog. It's the dreads it's, and it's, it's the beard. It's not the dreads. It is. It's the way he talk. It's a combination of that. It's the way he talk. It's but probably see, that, but then when they see when they see everything that kind of lines up with the motherfucker that burns some incense. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. I have a little bit of that, but I'm not I'm not burning sage. I don't... Yeah. All right, like, let me ask I'm you a question, man. All right, let, fuck all that. <laughs> Which one would you more than likely have in your house, in your room? Okay. Hair ties or okay. incense? Hair ties right now. I'm talking about hair ties, like girl hair ties. Like, oh, I got oh, you on trip. And you just go in the wow. bag and give that her a sounds, hair tie. That sounds crazy, but I'd be more likely to have hair ties. So you a, you a savage out here. <laughs> I don't know if, that, if that's what it means. I just don't have incense is what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't... I don't have incense at the crib like that. I'm not ever just going like, yo, I need to get some incense. Yeah, but okay. God damn it. I get some like glade spray or something like that. This this he's like <laughs> he's like uh, Floyd Mayweather. He's he another one. I'm a duck in these motherfuckers. All right, so I think what I'm trying to give people is what you're mm-hmm. not give like you're you're like you are very like Right. Um invert in, introverted. Right, yes. Okay. So what is the extroverted part of you shit go to the south by southwest my nigga the extroverted <laughs> part well honestly it's, it's either liquor or if we clowning like also will, okay so you need you liquor and you and you loosen up liquor i'll loosen up a little bit Boy, but still i have to know you yeah like if you know me and, and i'm drinking around you then cool and also if you know me you know i'm goofy as fuck and i'm clowning all day yeah but it's just i i just have a tendency to kind of fill people out and why and that's just how I've always been. But I'm saying, why? Why do you think that is? You just come in the room and get yours off, like, boom, boom. I just, I'm not, I'm not made. I'm super awkward. So like, I was I'm feel, awkward. 
Yeah, but I guess there's there's a confidence in your awkwardness, I guess, and maybe I don't have that. Oh, okay. That and then, that like I said, sense. I'm just naturally quiet. I don't. I I'm not good at just speaking just to talk. Gotcha. But if we if there's something to talk about, if you bring up music, I'm gonna you talk know. With yeah. You. If we talking like a random like Chappelle show skit, right, right, you own it. Yeah. yeah, it's like these you targeted things. Yeah, that yeah. I'm able to just speak on. Gotcha. But like the small talk, I'm the worst at that. Yeah. Like, the so the networking worst. shit, like as far as that, I can do that because I have an objective. Oh, like, yo, my name's Poor, blah, right, blah blah blah. Right, 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 right. But as soon as you start talking about, like, yeah, man, so much traffic on the way, like, it's I'm like, out because like, <laughs> like that part of my right, brain isn't right. there to just like connect on that. What shit. you mean it's not there? It's missing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much because I can't like yeah, I'll just sit it, there and be like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. I hate. I fucking hate I can't small do talk. It. That's the shit that I be telling you about. I don't like that shit. Like what? Just fucking small talk. Like if I, I don't know what the if, fuck. If, you, if we how? talk about Tupac, I can go hours and hours and tell you about everything about you Tupac or DJ Quick or whatever. But you you say the, some shit like, "Oh, well, did you know that uh, thirty degrees?" Uh, yeah. Fuck you all that bullshit. You in the pantry with Janice from accounting, and she's asking, "Yeah, what you yeah, this yeah. Week, fuck that." Janice from accounting. Yeah. Just like the most normal, like you at work, somebody's just randomly in there. You small space and people feel the need to talk just because two people are there Fucking hell. i am the worst at that i would rather just be quiet yeah. wait hold on hold on jasmine don't got a mic she want to talk go ahead so um i kind of feel i kind of feel what he's saying because like she just all in the shot like, like we re- what the <laughs> fuck just happened go ahead go ahead go ahead go, go ahead go. it's kind of like a work thing for someone to be like if you're in the coffee room like it's kind of a work thing oh hey good morning how's it doing like, hey, you normally don't good. say that you just say hey what's up like Right. It's kind of like a work mode kind of thing where like people feel like they need to have a small talk. Oh, how was your your yeah. commute? How was your? It's kind of annoying because I don't like small talk, but yeah, no, nah. it's just be, people I, just feel the need to do that, but like you don't really care for it because it's just like you don't care about it. Well, man, especially I ain't, I ain't saying good morning. Really, <laughs> like really, this, this is weird to me. So when you okay, so look, what does good morning mean? Right, right. No, 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 no. Let me explain something to you. Let me explain. You, they can't hear you. <laughs> she just wanted. She just she put me in the game, coach. Put me in the game. Listen, we not finna put let you on, put you in the game yet. You know what I'm saying? You gotta wait till halftime. <laughs> Jan Sport J. Yes. Okay. This is what I want to explain to you. Because okay. me and Chuck have this conversation all the time, mm-hmm. right? Small talk is not necessarily small. It's small to you because based around your interests. So I, I would debate that. That's fine. But because, that's the truth. No, but, no, because there's some people that, like, you can tell when somebody walks in and asks how your weekend was. And they mean it, then you can act like you feel okay talking right, about right. it. Some people just walk into a room and they're uncomfortable hey. with silence and they want to talk. Oh and no, that's no. what I hate. I like, agree with you, but what I'm this one now. I, now I agree with you on that. The, right. the the whole like how you how are you doing all the time. Right. I hate that. That's what, that's what I can because what I see. But this is what you got to do. That's why I want to know what the extroverted part of you is because me. When we when we at iHeart and people like, hey, how your how was your weekend? I turn around and say, you don't actually give a fuck how my weekend was. Right, you? right. And they'd be like, uh, you no. Know? Then why the fuck you ask me that? Just right, say right, hey right. and keep it pushing. Yeah. And then it'd be like, all right, cool. And yeah. it's like a relief. Like, oh my god, thank you, God, you right. relieved me of that burden. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Just so why not take way. that approach? Because that's not my first thought. Oh. That that's like your first exactly. thought. That's, if that's, if that's that was what, my first thought, that's what I would do. That's yeah. what you would do. Yeah, that's my that's first thought. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. But, what part of and I, I have some of those tendencies because like if I'm if I'm meeting somebody for the first time and I can tell that they're awkward about it or they're nervous, I'm the type to just say some dumb shit, right. almost like that, just to make it like yo, just to break we're both just shit. here, like right. it's whatever, <laughs> like we're, we're not both gonna be like quiet and Jeez. nervous yeah, here, yeah, like yeah. if we're supposed to meet, then I'm gonna be the one to be like yo, like. <clears throat> 
dumbass joke or something right. like that. So I have that part of me that will like break the ice in situations like that. But with the small talk, just the random like, you know, just because people don't want silence, I can't, can't operate in that. Yeah. Fuck, uh, man. Now, sidebar, this is totally off the fucking radar, but um, <clears throat> the homie uh, Terrace Martin. Yes. Yay, Terrace. Gotta 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 congratulate him, man. He's uh, nominated for a Grammy Velvet po- Portraits. Yay, yes. Velvet Portraits. Now, just <laughs> last year, not even last year, even kind of like this year, <clears throat> you see these trends now where artists are kind of getting away from giving a fuck about the Grammys, whether they want to protest. Like, I think even Lil Wayne and Drake, or Drake and, I want to say Lil Wayne, Drake for sure, and another artist are possibly not going to go. Who is it, Lil Wayne? Kanye. Kanye. Drake and Kanye. Drake and Kanye. Yeah. Not going to go. I think last year, the year before, we were all upset when Kendra got snubbed and people were like, oh, you know, they're not picking the right artists that are, you know, on there. Right. So what what do you think at this point? Do Should we care? Do we care? What's your thoughts on, on Grammy? Obviously, if you get nominated, I know you're going you're gonna to highly he give going. a fuck. You're going to go. He's going. Just and he's going to wear his artist, like, have his hair just like that. You know that. what's funny? I always said that I wouldn't you go wouldn't to the Grammy, but you know what? Just like this, don't these be, past don't couple be that weeks. Guy. No, I thought about and the, the reason why I would want to go is to take my mom to the Grammys. Mm. I feel like that'd be some Ill- just for that moment. Yeah, yeah. He just said but, that because like the whole shit I did with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking notes, but the Grammys, like honestly, like if if it happened for me, it's something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. But it's never been. A goal, you know what I'm saying? Really? I've never been like, yo, I, I want to be a Grammy nominated producer. Right, right. Because I know what my music is. But at yeah. the same time, so many doors have opened. Now I know that's a possibility to be a Grammy no- happen, yeah. nominated producer. And like I said, I would be so proud of that and it would be amazing. But I've had homies that, you know, you talk about dreams like, yo, we're going to be at the Grammys. And I'm like, damn. That'd be cool, but that's not, not like my dream so when, is when, different when, than when that. When people were saying that, what was your comparison? What were, what were you hoping to get when you first started? When you first started... You know what I'm saying? Getting on, on My thing was to travel the world playing my music. Damn. Travel and just get paid to make music. You're, you're a real life artist. And, and like, don't get it twisted. Whether I mean, I would love to make millions, mm-hmm. but I've always said whether, whether I'm making millions or I'm able to just support myself so, making right, and travel. Right. Yeah. That was my dream. That's what I still think about every single day. Damn. You know, the, the travel awards. Where? Europe, Australia. I, I still haven't been to Australia, and that's like one of, that's probably the highest Australia and Africa. Cause I went to Morocco, but I didn't go to Africa, Africa. So like, I wanted to see mm-hmm. Egypt and, right. and Australia, but just anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, I was always the one just looking at globes or maps anytime I came across it. So traveling ever since a little kid, like that's been embedded in me. So that was my version of the Grammys. Like, yo, I can, you know, keep making music and I could travel. Mm-hmm. Like that's my Grammys to me. So everything else is cake. Yeah. So what so, if no black people was going to the Grammys? You would still take your mom's? The year you got yeah. nominated. He don't, he don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, I'm like taking that. my mom's. You don't give a fuck Grammys. about black people. Yeah, oh, I love black people. Do black lives matter to Jan's Black Blazer? lives definitely matter. Did you vote this year? <laughs> yes, I did. Or last year. Who'd you vote what, for? What's funny is I was, and I've always been like, I guess when I was younger, I was very much into politics. And lately I just became disillusioned with I just didn't care. And I wasn't going to vote. And then I felt the responsibility to, like, maybe two weeks before, I was like, nah, like... Gotta do it. Whether I care about these candidates right now or not, like, I literally thought about, you know, my personal ancestors that never had a chance. Like, if any one of them wanted to vote, then yeah. I need to go vote. Right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? So, that was just my reasoning for it. And I definitely voted for Hillary. Yeah. You and voted for Hillary. I voted for Hillary. Mm-hmm. That's and, right. That's the same reason why, my, my, my mom's mom, 
died never being able to vote. That's crazy. So like, even I don't give a fuck who the fuck yeah. I'm voting for. I don't give a fuck if it's just one thing on the ballot where it registers to me. I'm doing that shit just because. Yeah. And, and I don't put that on everybody. I, yeah, I don't, no, exactly. I don't guilt trip, right. guilt trip people for not voting, but I felt that personal responsibility this time around to yeah. to go in. That's crazy. I mean, you, you were actually at the point where you were possibly not going to do it. Oh, I was like, wow. Yeah. So how do you feel now? How campaign. do you feel now that, you know. That your vote didn't fucking matter. Well, we knew I mean, it didn't, it, didn't matter. It didn't, we, we live in California. That yeah. was my other thing. I was like, it doesn't matter right. to vote in California. Right, right. That's, in theory. That's how twisted this you know the system is right. like in theory certain states are already carved up like we just need the midwest to vote right we just need michigan with every four years it's the same states yeah, florida every i'll figure it out yeah who do y'all want as president yeah. that's how it works every yeah. time yeah and um i mean just everything that's happening right now like honestly when when he was elected the the approach i took was just like you know what i'm not gonna be angry about this shit it's just gonna take it day by day honestly ignore it yeah and I don't even know if that's the right approach, but that's how, like, that was my initial, like, yo, like, I can't do nothing about that man being in office. Like, yeah. just get through these four years. Yep. But now what's happening is it's been, like, two weeks. <laughs> and so much crazy, wild bro. shit is happening. Like, and I, I just, I can't believe where we at right now with it. Like, I saw, there was a Muslim ban. That shit is crazy. I saw, a, some, I saw something on, I want to say Instagram, where they said Trump in office, Trump's in the office in the White House, like he just pressing button like oh what this button do what this button yeah. do? It's like yeah. <laughs> just be, he just tweeted he's he was just tweeting about oh did like there's some law that Obama had allowing Australian refugees like he was tweeting like he just found this out he's like yo I'm gonna get to the bottom of this That's I'm like wild. nigga we got four years of this right right and this is only two and weeks. I was still like he, he I don't I don't understand how this is gonna play out because this nigga's gonna burn himself out just yeah. like you can't be signing executive orders every other day it doesn't work like right that. right so it's like. You don't even know where this shit is going. It's just wild right now. I honestly, man, I don't think I ever said. That. I think he's gonna get impeached. Like it sounds crazy, but I think he's gonna piss the wrong person off. I don't think he's gonna get impeached. They probably knock him down before they impeach him. Well, Some, but something's it, gonna happen. Yeah. I used to think it was thing. gonna be four years going by, nah, but now, like the way he's moving it's already, gonna, it's I don't know what's gonna years. happen. It's not gonna I don't think they. Years. I don't think nothing's gonna happen to him. But I definitely think that white people learning their lesson. Yeah. Yeah. White people are learning their lesson. They like, oh shit. shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like it's, it's kind of like when you, when you uh, when when the chick miss her period, <laughs> you be like, oh shit. Like it was all fun and games. Right, it was like, right. ah, we having a ball in this motherfucker. <laughs> right, like, right. No, no, no. And you ask her, she's like, in, in, and you, then you leave it, and then you know what I'm saying? And America you, left it in. America, America left, left, it left it in. Straight up. Oh my god! That's a, great That's a t-shirt right there. That's a t-shirt, bro. Hey, I like this shit. I just came up with right now. America left. I'm really it. feeling myself. See how I did that? That's what you got to start doing. You know what I'm saying? This that Jay Dilla shit right here. You know what oh, man. oh man! So you got you got 27 tracks of Damn, of, of, nigga. of this on. Yeah. But but what's crazy? What's crazy is that it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feel like 27 tracks. Oh no, no, fuck that. Hold on, <laughs> let me do this. Yes, it's 27 tracks on the album. Yes. Why? Because a you got to think the instrumental album genre is like a whole other genre. So yeah. when you listen to a rap album, you're expecting 14, 15 tracks, right? No. Twelve. Yes. No. Okay. It's getting there. back to that now. Twelve. Before a while, you was getting, you know, the labels was like trying to throw. Well, that's everything that's on. independent shit. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, that was the majors too. That was no. I, I, you talking about? I know what you mean. Go ahead. Right. So, instrumental albums usually are twenty and up. 
Now, I've done a couple where it's like 14 or 15. I wanted to do that. But like I was saying, the whole process that I go through, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I want to do 13 or 14 tracks, and it took me somewhere else. And I even had problems with because I was at like 30, 31. I was like, I can't uh, have 30 tracks yeah, on yeah, yeah. So I cut it down as much as I could to still keep you know, everything That's I wanted nice, to, yeah. to say on it. So, so yeah, it's, it's 27. And it's funny because like I'm working on a new one now, and all over again, I'm like 11 tracks. That's it. I want it to be super tight and cohesive, but we'll see what happens. What happens but, when you get to that process? Yeah. Now it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like it's that many songs. I mean, it's what actually what forty five minutes, something like that. Yeah, anyway, like anyway. 40, 45 minutes. But either way, like it, and like you said, the whole structure of instrumental albums is only like a minute per track. It's not like yeah. here three minutes every single fucking song and shit. Right, so it right. doesn't feel like it's that long. Um, but what, what's the process for you when you actually have to cut shit down? Like what what doesn't make the shit or what does make the shit? I mean, you have this whole concept of 31 song or 31 mm-hmm. tracks and how do you actually cut that shit down i do a lot of walking so as soon as i'll rearrange some joints on the on my you know my laptop and then i'll go outside and walk and listen to it mm-hmm. i want to drive around i want to hear it in the car mm-hmm. i want to walk around and live with it and envision different things so it's a lot of walking it's um a lot of just rearranging joints here and there <clears throat> a lot of times it's it's listening to two or three beats wondering if they're doing the same exact thing on the album. So if it has the same feel, okay, which one. which one's the strongest? Okay, yeah. I can keep this one. I love these other two, but I'll use it for something else or, you know, I'll send it to a rapper we'll figure it out. Yeah. But um, I was going to ask that. Have somebody, like, off of the past ones that you had, because it's the eighth one that you got. It's still crazy to believe that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, has anybody heard something off of one of the albums and said, I want that? Yeah, that's, that's how I got a lot of my first placements was off of oh, instrumental dope, albums. So... Man. I did, um, who rhymed? I think my, one of my very first was like Cool G Rap Damn. off of some instrumental stuff. Um, there was a there's a joint that never came out, but it's with Agalaw and Inspector Deck from Wu-Tang. Oh, shit. Um, just a lot of people have, you know. Either, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they've either used joints or that was their introduction to me to say, yo, Why? send me some stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I always tell, you know, young producers like, yo, don't, don't. You know, beat rappers down with beats and their emails all the time. Just, just put out your projects, your like shit, yeah. make your little money off of Bandcamp or whatever, yeah. and and get a catalog together so people can hear what you about. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, That's like dope. it's 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 been the biggest you know blessing of my career is just to put out instrumental albums and and gain an international fan base. It's it's wild. Like the we press it up on cassette tapes, which. Yeah. We did for the sole provider, and I thought it was stupid, but I got them for free through Delicious Vinyl. So why not? And so when I went to New York last time, I did shout a couple of shows out there. Yeah, definitely shout out to Mike Ross. Um, they were asking for cassette tapes, and I had CDs on me, uh, and they didn't want to buy them. It was like, okay, like, you know, it's all good. I, I was like, I got CDs here. <laughs> no, like, no, no, I just want So uh, we linked up with Fat Beast this time around and did the cassette tape and sold out on Bandcamp the first day, and we pressed up more, and... I'm seeing, you know, they're selling in Germany, it's selling in Montana, it's selling in Japan. Like, let me hold some money. It's just, let me hold some. I'm waiting on the check to come. So, right, when, <laughs> yeah. I got so when the check comes, you bring us some fucking uh, gifts. Yeah, the 10-year yeah. gift. Mm-hmm. There we go. Gotcha. Uh, but, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's been a wild journey. It, it all started from, like, yo, I just, I'm the type, I want to create an album. I want to do more than just give rappers beats. I yeah. want to create something. So. Now, initially, when you started that, like, back in 2009, 2010, when you first did, did mm-hmm. this, um... Were you hesitant on putting out shit for free? Because that was at a time where, man, people were doing no, it. No, we but... were all putting it out for free. Mm. We didn't think anything about selling it. 
Yeah. We didn't think about selling music until TDE came out, until Kendrick did, well, maybe six, OD when he OD, sold that. Yeah, yeah, I think he yeah. sold that one. It was OD, yeah. OD dedicated. Even before them, I think you and I, they they did... Uh, 2.0. The, yeah, uh, the, and they put it in Best Buy. Yeah. And then Dom started selling the stuff, and it was like... Wait a minute. Oh, we, yeah. And so we, I actually took that first lead with Hard Work with, uh, I think, the Black, Black Balls. Balls. Yeah, that was like yeah. the first album we did for sale. Damn. And that was scary, but yeah. it was like, we got to take this, this step. So, yeah, initially, like especially during that time, nobody was buying music, like 2008, 2009. Right. The industry was crazy. So it was about... Just having the Z Share link or yeah. something like that. Damn, <laughs> like, that took me back yeah. to you see the Z Share link, you see how many downloads you yeah. have. Everybody yeah. else could see it. Like, I remember that? And people would like download it because they saw, oh, he got like three thousand. That was the early SoundCloud, right? And there. that's how you was getting the blog. Yeah, like it was, it was a good time to put out stuff for free. But then over time, you know, you had to learn how to kind of um, monetize it. And thank God for Bandcamp because when oh, yeah. Bandcamp came, like it just changed everything for me. Like to. Because of Bandcamp, I can have my catalog in one space. Yeah. So a lot of people, when they hear me for the first time, they go and buy six, seven albums, if not all of them. You know what I'm saying? Everything's all set up And then if you want the merchandise, okay, I'll get that cassette tape too, and I'll get that T-shirt. Everything is there. Damn. And it emails people when I have new stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like it collects emails. Already gets your, your data. I'm not your data. Your, uh, yeah, your, your email data right yeah. there. Damn. Yeah, it's amazing. So I I swear by Bandcamp. Like I throw stuff on iTunes because I feel like I need to mm-hmm. and just to be on the streaming platforms. Yeah. But but Bandcamp has it's been it shit. for me. And they, they didn't they reach out and do an interview with you as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, was able to do an interview. That's with fucking them. wild. They're very you know you can reach them mm-hmm. and they're doing some very dope shit tomorrow. Um, Bandcamp takes like a, a portion of every sale. So tomorrow they're taking 100% of the portion that they take from Bandcamp artists, and they're donating it to the ACLU oh, so shit. we can kind of keep this nigga in check. That's an office. So um, any, any uh, Bandcamp link But didn't you, you vote for, for Trump? No, absolutely uh, not. Make that shit clear. Absolutely. Yeah, do not crop that <laughs> right, part. Right, right. We're going to headline him up. It'll be a gift, but didn't you vote for Trump? And then he puts reverb on it, too. Did you vote for Trump? Did you vote for Trump? Cut out a piece where you say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck. It'll be a boomerang. And then you vote for Trump? Oh, man. Now, I mean, it's amazing, like, you the homie, so like this shit is right. always a trip when when you look at something like production credits and see the Snoop Dogs, obviously the Absol, Dog Pound, Dom. You said Coogee Rap, Az, mm. Eastside. Let like, him read some so he could brag. He don't. He don't. He, he don't like see, doing that. That's why. Yeah, exactly. That's why. That's why. I, it's, that's why I want you to read some. You got to get out your comfort. I'm not all. I'm not uh, with all this recluse it, shit you be it's, doing. It's not. It's just weird for me, and it's never going to be normal. And that's good. Yeah. It's good. I feel like it's good to not. I think that's going to keep you on, in, in pocket, too. I have yeah, to. That's your shit. Yeah, right. To. Let him get a Drake single. <laughs> he said, Why? I'm a- I mean, I'll, I'll be popping balls with him. <laughs> um, listen, man. Listen, everybody can talk. Everybody can talk. Everybody can shit. say whatever till they get a Drake yeah. single. Till they, they get a motherfucking like, well, joint. Well, shit. It's right. my shit. He'll be in here just what? Like. I don't even understand what you're talking about. Like, I'm just, I, I'm just weird. We had uh, shout out to Jabba Lowe, Snoop's artist. I got a placement on that album, so they did the movie. So yeah. they invited us out to it, and my man had to talk me into going because I was like, I don't want to go to a movie premiere, and it's a bunch of celebrities yeah. around watching. Like, I'm just gonna feel weird there. Right. Like, well, what the fuck is wrong with you? He wants to travel just, the world not, playing his music, dog. He's not trying to do that not, shit. You, you know, like you never. That's like wanna... you trying to take a woman on a date. 
I take women on nah, dates. Nah, you don't. All right. Is there like was a it? club or somewhere that you would go? Where there we you go. Are, you it's like you DJ in like, the club. Yo, I DJ in the club. No, but no, I'm that. saying like somewhere where you're not. He's trying, he re- trying to do this shit. Like not really doing business. You're just you know you're going to be uncomfortable there. You're going you to hang out at the club. Now, see what happened was I didn't want to go, but my homies talked me into it, and I have a sense of mind where it's like, no, you're stupid. This is. A dope event. Right. It's going to be a dope networking opportunity. So get over it and go. Get over it so and I go. So I went. But yeah. what I'm saying is, like, my natural inclination is just to be like, I'm, cool. I'm not trying to be there. Yeah. And the homies, thank God I have good homies, are like, no. no you, you don't like white bucket. people? Or, like, what don't you? <laughs> what? No, it's just, I don't I don't like glitzy shit. You know what I'm saying? So and anything it, that's popular, you don't fuck with? or Not that, no. Because that's that underground, like, nerd shit. Nah, nah. It's, it's, like, I'm not going to the club. To hang out, to kick it. Okay. That's not me. I'm not going... When you say glitzy shit, define glitzy I'm, shit. Anything that people go to to kind of feel on, I So guess. if I got a TV show on MTV too, you wouldn't come on my TV show? If I have something to do there, yes. If I'm doing the job, if I'm going there just to kick it, like, yo. No, not to come, kick it, just to have no. a conversation. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. If, we had, if this was on MTV too right now. Yeah, no, I'd be good. But so, it's glitzy though. You in the millions no, of homes. So, so I got I to gotta restate that. If I have a job to do, I'm there. I don't mind it. But if I'm going to kick it, like a lot of people just want to go somewhere right. to kick it to just be, be around But it's something. a dope networking opportunity for you to come to my television And that's show. why I went. Yeah. But like I said, my natural thing is like, yo, I don't want to go. Do it, and yeah. then my homies will talk sense to me like, yo. This is a good networking opportunity. And I'm yeah. like, you're right. Yeah. I'm going. So you don't not you're going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. But then as soon as I start talking to people, it I'm going to be glad I went. Right, you're right. unable to identify good good opportunities by yourself. Not it's not that I'm it's sometimes that I'll miss it. Cuz that's like, not as first. Yeah, not sometimes first I'll go like I already know like man, it's going to be some some whatever be shit. Some industry like, shit or whatever. I know I need to be here for this. Yeah. So I'm going to go. This was this was a specific one where I was like, I don't need to be there. So like the Playboy Mansion throwing a party tonight. I want you to come after the show. See, and that's something that I, off top. I'd probably be like, nah, that's not my shit. It's the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna be there broke. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what am listen, I doing man, there? It depends on who invites you though, too. It also if, depends if, on who invites you. Get that you. text from Hugh, like, yo, my nigga Jeff. Jeff. Hey, then I'm, I'm there. Need, yeah, I need you it's gonna make so, sense. And and that's my other thing. So I have I have homies that are like, yo. We can get into this party. Like, sp- a specific example, there was like a Rock Nation party in the he- in the hills somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, my man knows blah, 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 and we right. can get in there. Right. That's not for me. I don't like that. Now, uh, if it's like an A&R, like, yo, come through to this Rock Nation plus party. One. Cool. I'm going to yeah. go there and network. I don't want to go anywhere I'm not invited to. Mm, that makes pretty sense. Pretty much. That makes sense. That's, that's how I break a lot of it down. If I'm invited to it and it feels like there's something to be done there, I'm there. So but have it's you like a connect where it's like, yo, we can get you in. Like, I don't. But what if what if somebody says, all right, I can get you in. And then from that experience, you possibly get a a, a Drake placement. That's where somebody has to super talk me into it. Got you. They have to really like. And like this up. one, he he didn't talk me into it because it was I mean, he was like, yeah, I went and Tata was there. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's cool. But you probably just shook his hand. Right, and kept right. It wasn't like because it was a bunch of girls around and shit. niggas yep. was drinking Ciroc. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It wasn't a place to run up on a nigga talking right, business. Right, right, right. So it's not for I'm me I'm like to be that there. too, but I'm just saying I'm like that. I'm, I need, a, a, but I, I map out game plans in my head. Yeah, I need, I need an objective yeah. to be there. Okay, so an I'm objective. not just trying to kick it. No, I, I feel be, you. I I'm be the at same home way. Working. I don't yeah. want to just kick it with niggas, but I, that's, right. what, that's what I'm telling you. I understand that aspect of it. Right. But I guess what I was getting at is you're unable to identify good opportunities solo. No, I can, I, I can identify them, but sometimes I'll miss one. So I can't say I'm unable to identify them. I say for the most part, I will identify them. And random ones like the, you know, the event, the Snoop one. Yeah. 
I missed it, and the homie talked some sense into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went because I recognized after he really talked me into it. Right. But most of the time, I'm not missing anything. Like, was it? Did you did you recognize it when you got there, or was it after he convinced you to kind of go? When he when he convinced me and I started thinking about, it, I was like, yeah, I need to be there. Okay. Like, so I'm at bugging, that point, like, you already had a sense of okay, I know. Yeah, I'm and I went there, there and I formally met Snoop and and saw you know Jasmine up there and all yeah, the homies and yeah. like it was a cool event. It made so sense. I was happy I went. Yeah. But you know, initially it was like I don't need to be there. This mm-hmm. is not this event. Like we already got the record; it's coming out. Like yeah. I don't need it to be there for a celebration of anything. I got you. So, now, now so you we mean, can't expect no popping ass birthday parties for Jazz for Jay no time. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, it no used pop- to happen. No <laughs> popping ass. Right. Like, that shit would happen at homegrown yeah, shit. No sushi. Unless, <laughs> unless it's a surprise right. party. It's not. Nah. I'm, I'm planning on, on spending my birthday on tour this year. So that'll be tight. Well, your birthday in like, when is it? Three weeks. Yeah, and we're going on tour in like three weeks. That's wild. But, is it? Know. Is it? It's for for the for the album, or is it for? It's for the album, and uh, we just we linked up with this group out of Brooklyn, uh, Loaf Music. Their okay. manager, he reached out. We've been uh, chopping it up for a couple weeks, so we got the first date in Vermont, and that's how I knew oh. it was real. I was like. Niggas, I ain't never been to Vermont. Vermont. I ain't never thought about going to Vermont. Like, why the fuck would I be in Vermont? <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, all right, yeah, fuck it, so, so yeah, we got Vermont, uh, Baltimore, uh, New York dates, and so we're just working on a couple other cities. So I'm excited to just get out there and just you know figure it out. Now you mentioned Delicious Vinyl. Uh, one of the things that they had, they they gave you access to as far as the cassettes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's I mean, people. It's it's an obvious question, but coming from that world of you just want to travel and play your music to Delicious Vinyl reaching out or you guys linking up. How did, how did that feel for you, for one? And for two, like, what's changed since that moment, aside from the cassettes, obviously? Right. Well, linking up with Delicious Vinyl, when that happened, that was that was a moment in my career I was able to really step back at and, and smile at it because it was 2007 when I had a little Microsoft Word document mm-hmm. and I wrote down five labels I wanted to be signed to, like one of these five. Mm-hmm. And it was Delicious Vinyl, Stone's Throw, Fat Beats, Baby Grand, and Thresh Records at the time. Crazy. So when I was able to put out an album to see Delicious Vinyl on there, like, that was a moment for me. Yeah. So that was ill. And then, you know, the ironic part, over time I've learned, like, it's, it's dope to have those cosigns or, you know, that validation. But I've also learned how much more confidence that I can have in myself to move around and that. I could do something with Delicious. I could do something independent. Yeah. I can go to Fat Beats. Like, I don't have a problem taking my project anywhere that it makes sense. Like, oh, I'm not shit. shy about stepping to anybody with the music. Yeah. And um, we've learned just as a team how to how to really move and, you know, put the music out and, and do it in a way that makes sense. And we still stumble here and there. But mm-hmm. the dope thing is that amongst all of us, none of us are afraid to fail. Right. right? We're, we're just going to figure it out as we go. And none of us are going to quit because... This is what we want to do. I feel like that's the best approach. I remember in when around that time that shit happened. We was at the time we were doing like the the show at uh, Zanz, was it Zanzibar? Zanzibar. And yeah. I think we because we were we were typing up yo the people that are participating and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I I said yeah sport from delicious. I don't even think it was, it was at the time solidified or anything. Yeah, I think we were just we were just putting it out. Like that was one of the first shows that we announced it. At, yeah, I think, so. that's I mean, it's, it's just crazy that, that that you had a vision, you had something that you saw in your mind, and then you spoke that shit to an existence. Yeah. Now, what I do want to get into is we talked about this off here, but I always like to bring this up because there are people that are listening, <clears throat> whether you're artists, producers yourselves, or just fans that don't understand the power in your fucking words, mm-hmm. right? So we were talking about off-air. You said you think you're about that time where you're going to take that leap. 
you know, Jasmine asked you off air, yo, you do, you got a nine to five? Are you doing this? You know, there's the music shit, everything that you're doing. Right, right. Still got the nine to five. Ever right. since I've known you, got the nine to five. Right. I got, I've had the nine to five for a while. Yeah. I just, well, I spent almost a year now. I took a leap in April. Yep. Right. Took that fucking leap. Scared as fuck. Didn't know how right. shit was going to work out. Yeah. But here we are fucking eight, nine months later. And I'm still tripping. I'm like, damn, it's, April's going to be a year. Right. When are you going to take that leap? I'm going to take that leap. What, what I learned from the last time we talked about this is that I guess it's a, um, a quote from Islam that I love is the man plans and the law plans and Allah is the best of planners. Mm. So my job is just to be in tune with that feeling and jump when it's time to jump for this tour. I asked for a leave of six weeks. Mm. Um, as I was talking to Matt, who's putting the whole tour together, he was saying, yo, how long can, you know, if I, I want to know how long I should book it. I'm like, yo, just keep booking it. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to my employers or whatever and tell them I need this amount of time off. And if they they tell me I can't have it, I'm going to take it anyways. So I'm leaving. So I guess in a sense, I'm there now. But at the same time, I'm operating off of like, okay, what are the realistic financials that are going to come in? Right. Like this run is going to be six weeks at the most. What's going to happen after that? And yeah. So if I still have a place to come to, then I'm going to come back to it. But my thing right now is that... um, I'm still working at a pace where I don't allow work to inhibit anything I'm doing musically. Mm. If I have, like I was telling you off air, uh, when they were trying to clear the Snoop samples last minute, yeah. I told my boss, I got to go. Okay, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't care. No, I'm leaving. Yeah. So Damn. that's where I'm at with it. And that's the thing dope. is, they know everything I do. So yeah. it's I not like him, you hide anything. Yeah, and we had to talk. I was like, yo, as much notice I can give you on anything, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. At the same time, this music is my priority. Yeah. So... That's, that's dope. I mean, the fact that you gave him a heads up, yeah, and and you're you're upfront about that shit versus hiding around and say, "Oh, I'm sick," or I, you know, right, they right. see your ass fucking on Instagram or some yeah, shit. No, no. And the, the thing is, they everybody <laughs> started researching stuff, and Man. they're surprised at what you know because I I don't like don't talking talk. about. It. I'm just like, yo, like, yeah, I make music. So you justin in a corner over there, or yeah. to whatever your your position is, yeah. you just justin, and yeah. They- just setting up video conferences for lawyers and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, over time, it's like, oh, so you make music? Like, have you worked with anybody? And then that's where I'm like... Ah, uh, you don't want to read you know, all the credits. And then as soon as I mention one or two people, they're like, what's your artist's name? And then they Google it. Oh, shit. And then, you know, they see Everything that there's stuff up. out there. Yeah. So, like... Yes, yeah, it's, it's a whole weird process. Wait a minute. All right, no, all right yeah. go ahead. Never mind. No, circle back on that because I want to talk about those experiences. Like... Has, has a coworker came up to you as a the boss? Like, has anybody? Man, actually- fuck all that. You work with lawyers? Yeah, I work at a crazy law firm. Nigga, I met, I've met three billionaires in the past. Okay, year. so oh, shit. I met, I met Warren Buffett. We were talking about get cookies. the fuck out of here, dog. This nigga Warren Buffett was like, "Yo, these sugar cookies are amazing." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you should try these over here." Hey, you know what? It's funny because everybody is so uptight around. They're like, "Oh my god, Warren Buffett's coming!" So, right, right. And so like, I've I've discovered like the richest people I've ever met, except for the Snapchat CEO. He's an asshole. Mm. But everybody else, they are the coolest people. Listen, They're not bro. tripping off anything, bro. You work with a whole bunch of rich white people. Yeah. And you don't mention nothing you do to them. We don't work directly with the lawyers that much. We set stuff up for, for them. So the ones I do talk to, they do know I, I make music and stuff like that. Some of them know I take, I'm take i taking the leave and everything. Yeah. Um, but, like, the people I work with are mainly, like, AV-related and 
doing copy work and all that kind of stuff. So, Damn, so you ain't never hit, hey, Warren, man, I'm sure Cruise is a shit, but check this fair out. Right? You know what I mean? No, like, no, no never been fired. Yeah, like, they were right. already mad. Yeah. I was talking to him. They were like, Damn. oh my God, that black kid with the dress <laughs> talking to Warren. That guy with the beard. Yeah, Bro, we're, we're just chopping it up. Shoot your motherfucking shot, dog. You got to do it when it makes it sense. It makes yeah. It has to make sense. Like I'm you not said, just going to run up on Warren Buffett. I'm not saying run up yeah. on him. Right. I'm just saying if you around all these people that. Oh that yeah, no, I, I definitely do too. Like I, I know some of the entertainment lawyers and people who have actually worked with people in the industry. I know, mm-hmm. and so I talk to them about certain things. But at the same time, I keep it like the same way I've approached everything in my career. I will tell you what I do. Mm-hmm. I can tell you where you can find everything, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna ask you what you can do for me. Because what's happened in my career over time is that I've built trust with people over the years. Yeah. So when they do come back around, we're able to work. Right. Like the album I have coming out with Chase and Cash, Shouts out. Yeah, that's like based these. off of us knowing each other for years and me never being thirsty. Yeah. I've been working with Hit Boy, and that was based off of like, yo, like I've known you over the years. You're dope, and you've never been thirsty. Yeah. And sitting in the studio with Dom for the uh, the album that they have coming out, we, me and Hit Boy did a joint. So like, that's just been my whole approach. Like I'll talk to you about what I do. Yeah. But I'm not the type to be like, yo, what can you do for me? Because yeah, yeah. I know I hate when people do that to me. I'm not saying what can you offer, bring bring value. What can I do for you? But I'll see what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, but it's got to make sense within, within the conversation. Yeah. Like, if they bring something up, like, oh, yeah, my daughter's having a birthday party. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you guys have a DJ or something like that. I'll bring it up in that sense, but I'm not just going to randomly, you know. Officer, Kinda, you know yeah, what? I do this, this, and this. Yeah, I make beats. Yeah. You rap? You rap on the side? <laughs> hey, Buffett, you, you ever thought about this hip hop shit? <laughs> right. What's up, man? What's going on? Right. Um, so, uh, the Black Jesus is the the, the yeah. project that you got with uh with Chase Cash, man. Yeah. Um, and and that's the EP. That's what four tracks. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, we, yeah. we played one of them before uh, we started the actual interview and shit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you said that that started off off the relationship with him, like just never being thirsty and shit. Yeah, we've just we've known each other over the years. Uh, he hit me up in like 2014 to send some beats through. Mm-hmm. I sent some. Uh, it just didn't work out at that time. Like he's he used some of the beats from that time period, mm-hmm. um, and it just made sense to do it now. So we we put it together. We're actually working on a, a full length after this called Edutainment. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been dope working with Chase. I, I tell people, I thought I worked hard until I met this nigga. Like, Damn. This nigga's literally like Pac, work yeah. work ethic. He's never sleep. Like, really? sometimes I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night, you check your phone, and I see Chase uh, tweet. Yeah, he tweet like a tweet motherfucker. Game. Yeah, yeah. But, but he hits but, some real shit, some gems, too. Yeah, like, it, and I know he's in the studio. I know mm-hmm. he's working on his merchandise. Like, yeah. his merchandise is killing right Damn. now. Like, he got that can buy respect sweater on yeah, everybody. Yeah. So, so, yeah, like, it's, it's dope to to work with somebody that brings something out of you and, and makes you want to work even harder. Cause I'm like, yo, like, I think I work hard until I see him. And I'm like, yo, I can yeah. go harder. It pushes you. Yeah. So Damn, that's wild. Now, um, let me see one, one thing that we always like to ask, um, before we, we conclude, man, um, is what's one thing that you want to do before the year is up? What's one thing that, I mean, I know you already got the tour set up, but mm-hmm. before the year ends what's one thing that Jansport J has to make sure that you can't end without you doing what? Mm, I want to, I mean, I don't know if it's one thing. I want to put out a lot more projects. We work in, I'm working on trying to get four out by the summer. Um, yeah, honestly, the tour was the one big thing I wanted to do, like going into this year. I wanted wow. to make sure I toured this year. Yeah. So we're doing that. And now I'm trying to line up something for the fall. Just trying to, you know, keep it going. Yeah, yeah, keep it going. And um, there's placements I have in mind that I want to get locked in. So, can I you guess, speak on them or not? Nah, I mean, I was 
I was able to send a pack over to the Dreamville camp. So I'm just oh. hoping something comes from that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But it's just a blessing to have that access. So so when you do, like, this is totally foreign to me. When you send a batch over, like, what does it consist of? Is it 5, 10, 20 tracks? Like, what do you send no, over I'm, and host I'm to? notorious for sending, like, 40 or 50 beats. 40? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck. Is that, is that typical for, or like, do, do other If I'm sending it to way? somebody at a label uh, or something like that, I'll send a folder over. Gotcha. And I want to make sure I have a relationship to, with them to where they will actually download that folder. Gotcha. I know the difference between somebody just wanted me to send two or three joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know when I can send over the a folder batch. and they just want to play it for a bunch of different artists. Yeah. So I prefer to do that because you have a better chance of something landing. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, most of the time it's like 40 to 50 beats. I was telling uh, Liz last night on the Central's radio, I probably make on average about 275 beats a year. And people hear 30 throughout the year. And wow. so that's one of the things I approach walk, you know, coming in this year. I was like, I got to do more with more, these joints. Right, like, right. even if, you know, all those aren't throwaways. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe 20% are throwaways, but 80% can be doing something. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know, Think of but you always hear you always hear those stories too, where people say, "Man, something I made three or four years ago gets placed." It's always the joints you don't like, yeah. And that's why I always throw, even on my albums, I'll throw in two or three joints that I don't like, and it'll be what it is. The Y'all, chase, the chasing cash joint that we played, we've gotten a big response on that. I didn't care for that beat that much. Get out of but here! But I felt like he could get out of here. I felt like he could rap on it and yeah. do something with it that I wasn't hearing just on the instrumental side. So it was one. I think it was at the end of. Ranshaw, where it was like a snippet of like 20 seconds. Yeah. Fuck, I was so mad at you on that shit, dog. Yeah, what the fuck? I, I try to do that every album. I, and that's, you that's honestly, I get that from Pharrell. Because <clears throat> Pharrell will have the illest joint on the nerd albums or his solo albums that are like hidden tracks at the Dude. end of a song. So I try. I, I love that beat, and I was like, I'm going to let that live at the end of something else and just let it be like a snippet. And hopefully somebody will re- grab react that, just the like same way. Did, yeah, so. but like that's I need I need the the last twenty seconds of Crenshaw. Right, friend. right. Damn, that's crazy. I'm looking at I'm I was looking at like all of your stuff right at uh-huh. your at your Uh-oh. page your bank jansportjmusic.com jansportjmusic.com yeah and I see a picture of you <laughs> oh god with a ball head okay uh huh and you got a ball head. <laughs> I want people to see this. You got the young Kanye yes. starter kit on. You no, know? okay, so that's Damn. a costume. So, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> no, I'll, do I'll that. tell you the story behind it. Don't it's do a, that. This, this, this is the Kanye West. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. So if you look up special presentation on YouTube, <laughs> it was a whole uh, 90s theme video. And shout out to uh, Millie, who's a stylist. He... He did all that and had the girls all dressed up or whatever. So he threw on the, the dookie chain and all that kind of stuff. Fat rope. And, yeah. So that's what that is. So you like to dress up. That's not up. how I walk around. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wild. You like to dress, you up. Like to dress up. I'm just, I'm for, just you know, I'm just for that For that video we did because we wanted to do something that was like, we wanted to do 90 Soul Train. Mm. So I'm, I'm just looking at I'm you know I'm just looking at I'm just take, taking a look he, here. He over here going through. So right yeah, no, I'm looking up, at everything. I'm like, okay, so wild. Yeah, I'm what you got going? I, I, on I, got, right I got a question, man. Back to the whole uh, being signed shit. Mm. Did did it meet your expectations? You said you wrote five labels that you wanted to be a part of. Now right. being a part of Delicious Lionel and being able to work with Fat Beats and doing things like that, mm-hmm. did it meet your expectations of what you thought it was going to be? Nope. And that was a blessing. Dumb. It was like oh like. 
we could still just do this by ourselves. Like, yeah. don't give me a lot came from those situations, a lot of the contacts, mm-hmm. and at the same time, that brand being associated Absolutely. with your name, Absolutely. like it does a lot, yeah. especially overseas. So yeah. it helped in that sense. But as far as like the infrastructure of like marketing and you know just the whole system, the way you think it would be, yeah. in these specific situations, it wasn't the expectations I had, no, which yeah. is it was good to have that experience yeah. and not crumble or get you know right. um, some people fall under that and they, they yeah a lot of people back. just they get bitter right they get bitter very easily and i the one thing i could say is that even though i can't read reviews i don't i i don't mind to know mm. like i'm fine like thick skin when it comes to like you know whether i can do this or not i know i can make music right. i know right. i can be successful mm-hmm. at this so if you don't see it it's all good i'll just keep i've i got here in a sense by myself i have a team everybody that helps me out but it all started in a bedroom in, Co- in yeah. Covina, California, yeah, by yeah, myself. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if I'm the last person to believe in it, then I'm just going to be the last person. Like, it's yeah. nothing different. S- somebody on Instagram Live, uh, shout out to the homegirl, Sakina. She said, when I, when I say, oh, he's from Covina, they said, what part? I don't know. That was uh, a, is yeah, there a that specific? Sounds, that sounds a little crazy. No, yeah. uh, I'm right off of Roland and Ireland. If you oh. know where the, uh, wow, what's the name of my, Eastland Shopping Center. Okay. I'm right over there. Gotcha. I don't know where the fuck that is. Yeah, but Cove, everybody in the Cove, they're like, okay, he's right. He's over by Eastland. And so also, what the fuck is Black White? Black That's White label, Goldville, right? yeah. So Black White Goldville. Yeah, because. Hey, Loki, we got to talk about that. Because he, <laughs> no. he, he went off the radar for a little bit, mm-hmm. came back, switched up his whole social media With to be. crazy name. It, I was too. like, I think I seen you up. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? He was like, trust me, it's going to make sense. <laughs> it was like, B, well, it was Black White Goldville. So I was doing just BWG. Yeah, BWG. Time, yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it, so, I mean, this is where it's going to sound esoteric and all that kind of stuff. Get the that sage. Get the about sage. to get the weird, the weird <laughs> yeah, shit. Jasmine, like that the, sage. This is where it's going to get weird, people. Yeah. Get the sage. Get the shade. So, sage. I was going through whatever at the time, just a lot of personal growth and all that kind of stuff. I just and farted, by the way. Go there ahead. we go. I, just I, so I, you know, them creep up. I had shrimp. Go ahead. He's going through some personal growth right now. And no red vegetables. Right. So, during that time, like, I, I've always wanted to have my own situation, and I just never knew what to name it. And, you know, I was doing my black and white pictures on Instagram. I've always just liked black and white pictures because I feel black and white is bold. It captures your attention without being flashy. Like, yo, check this out. Glitzy. It's, without being glitzy. It's, just, it's a classic feel yeah. to it. And I felt like that. that's how I try to approach everything. Mm-hmm. I want you to notice me. I want to stand out in the room. But at the same time, I don't want to be over here, like, you know, being a cheerleader so that's where the black and white came from gold is something that's forever to me gold is what the black man has always been associated with gold is what we've always chased it's it's riches it's you know it has that connotation to it so classic feel forever type shit soul music and then the veil was just it was my state of mind at the time so I was like how do I make it sound like a place veil so it's random as hell but that's the meaning behind black white gold veil And I was like, you know what? Like, it's weird, but if I can get a fan base to recognize that and say it the right way and have pride in that, then that's going to stick by itself. The first thing is explaining it. That that makes perfect sense to me. I mean, you just get that. It's weird as fuck. It's weird as, yeah, it's weird as fuck. But it makes sense. I'm surprised people actually, for the most part, pronounce it right because yeah. that's what I was saying I was like people aren't going to be able to read this yeah. but they'll pronounce it right that's why I'm like what is it mean the whole time you was talking I'm over here looking at all your shit and I'm like what the fuck is black white gold here <laughs> right. like I know how to read I know yeah. I'm not stupid <laughs> alright yeah. um, just a couple of more things before before we do close out man uh, you, you've done a lot of collaborative 
collaborative projects. Mm-hmm. Can't say collaborative projects. Um, you know, obviously with hard work, El Prez, you got chasing cash. I mean, the list goes on. But mm-hmm. for you, when you when you approach projects solo, and you know, do shit with other people. What are like the strengths and weaknesses that you see within yourself as a producer? Like, I know when I'm by myself, I can do this, that, and the third. Right. But when I'm with somebody, man, this kind of helps me out as a producer more. Collaborating, I feel like that's when you become a real producer because mm-hmm. you can just give somebody beats. But my goal with any collaborative album I've done is every time I want to, I want to make a world. Mm-hmm. I know, like, growing up, when I listen to my favorite albums, it feels like you go into a world, and as soon as that track, that last track ends, you're coming out of it. Mm. So I was like, I want to do shit like that. I want to create a world that people... When I hear, like, Hell Hath No Fury, yeah. that feels like a world to me. Yeah. So that's always my goal. So I know that's where I'm starting from, and then from there, it's all about getting to know the artists and figure out what they want to talk about, mm-hmm. what they light up about whenever we're having random conversations. Yeah, yeah random titles that pop up in their head like working with El Prez we talked about working on the album together and I didn't know what it was going to sound like I just thought it'd be interesting hearing LA like an LA voice on my production and when he said Urban Street Americana I knew right away what it sounded like and I was just hoping that he would trust that weird sound but I knew what it was going to sound like and working with hard work it was like you know we we got really close we had these life experiences together and we were able to put all that into the music mm-hmm. you know how goofy we were how serious right, we can right. be all that stuff so you know producing for other people that's what I was able to do and able to you know just grow in that area as far as like you're not just serving yourself mm-hmm. you're you have to make a, you have to inspire somebody yeah absolutely and so that's that's what I learned from producing for other people as far as you know myself is just therapeutic mm-hmm. it's just like whatever needs to come out and I say the weakness um, in collaborations You'll have every idea, you know, under the sun, and you have to compromise because you're working with somebody else. So you might listen to that album, and you're always going to have the random, oh man, I wonder if we would have did this, like the one thing I wanted to do, like how that would. And you know, so with collaborations, that's always there. Mm -hmm. When I listen to instrumental albums, you still have that here and there, but for the most part, it's like that's what I wanted to make at that Mm -hmm. time. I feel good with it. Um, Working by yourself, you just become like a hermit and. Maybe there's a little bit of doubt as you're creating it because you don't know how people are going to connect right, with it. Right. I didn't know what the response would be on this album. Mm. And this is the loudest response I've ever gotten for a project. Like, That's why I wasn't expect. like, I'm realistic about my music. Soul Provider is still my favorite album to mm. me. Mm. Pharaoh is what had to come out right now. Yeah. And I've never heard from so many people and gotten so many new fans and people oh, just man. like actually like, yo, like cheering shit. for the shit yeah, and yeah. telling other people about it and, Tape selling out. That's never happened for me. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just interesting. That shit was refreshing as fuck, man. Like like playing flag football. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, that shit was refreshing than a motherfucker, man. Capri Sun. That shit was like a fresh (laughs) Capri Sun after playing a long game of flag football, man. Uh, Again, Pharaoh is the name of the project. Yes, Uh, you can grab it right now. Jansportjmusic.com. Is that how you prefer people to grab it, or is? Yeah, and once again, if you're gonna buy it, buy it tomorrow. Proceeds go to the ACLU, Don't and then also make sure you get the Black Jesus, Jesus. EP, Chasing Cash, and myself. Um, that's on Apple Music, Tidal, all the streaming services. So, Work, and oh, let's, no way, my bad. I was gonna say working with Maylot on another one, so we doing that right now, and um, hopefully another solo around the fall or something like that. Real random as fuck. Are you related to Mers? 
Here's the thing. I don't. Uh, Nick, give I don't us the Twitter version. <laughs> no, because I go ahead. My grandfather yes. just passed away. Yeah. No. So Thanks. when I went to the funeral, I saw DJ Arts. Artistic. Yeah. Uh, and I know he's related to yeah. MERS. And I was like, and is, you know, they were introducing <laughs> us, and I was like, Artistic. And like everybody else was looking like, well, who's Artistic? It's Ron over there. So I found out um, my, gra- my grandfather's wife, who's my step grandmother, but she's always been like grandmother to me. That's his aunt. So gotcha. I don't know where MERS is at in any of that. Gotcha, if it's, gotcha. But anything, you know, we're re- related by marriage. Me and all artistic. three of y'all weird. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. I don't know artistic that well, but no, I know he's Merz weird is as weird. fuck. Okay, yeah, and I'm weird as fuck. And he yeah. ugly. He's, I'll take ugly too. <laughs> I didn't say so you, you was ugly. I say you, you did when we was two. over on the uh, the Insta Live. You said I got ugly ass friends, and then you introduced me, and I said Sporty Devoe. Oh, he said, "What the well, fuck yeah. is that?" And then they cut off. Gotcha. Yeah, right. He remember all that shit. Right. I don't. I remember we did fifteen. I know we gotta wrap this shit up because my ass hurt on this stool. Hey, I, I do. I gotta ask this last last thing. I'm sorry. I know we'll, we'll close after this. But you, you mentioned a, about the how um, with the whole Snoop shit, mm-hmm. you could have got that money, but they didn't like copy. They, they didn't clear the sample at the last minute or some shit like that. Right. Is that ever a, a, a worry for you when you actually create? Because you deal with samples a lot. Yeah. Is that something? Do you are you trying to pull back on? You like, man, fuck it. I'm gonna just create. And let it go where it is. I mean, with this specific album. And there was one joint I was really worried about. Um, obviously, it's like the Michael Jackson sound. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. This really, and it's the most popular joint. Yeah. Um, but at this point, the way I know it to work out, and maybe I'll find out the wrong way, but usually at my level, they just send a cease and desist. I got you. Which is like, on one level, it's about making the money, but it's also it's not about making money off the album. It's about being able to go out and do shows and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and sell your merchandise and stuff like that. So. I'm definitely, when it comes to samples, I'm trying to be a little bit smarter about it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to use more obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. And then also working with labels now, I have that that lane to, you know, clear a sample. Mm-hmm. Now, I've built up enough stock to where I can send sample beats to A&Rs yeah, now, and they, they're not going to tell me, like, yo, send me some non-sample stuff. Yeah. Like, they know what my sound is. So if you're asking me for beats... You're gonna get a lot of sample stuff. You'll get like four or five original right, joints. Right. Just notice, just notice yeah. what you're gonna get when you get some. But shit. I'm always gonna sample yeah. because that's that's what I do. That's my that's my connection to music, and that's what hip hop is based on. And I don't knock anybody that doesn't sample. I have a problem with people who feel like sampling is whack or whatever mm-hmm. because that's what hip hop came oh, off exactly. of. We, was, we took disco records and break records, and we put it on loop, and niggas was rhyming. Right. So if you act like all of a sudden, like yo, you can't sample that's hip-hop, hip-hop, like man. no, that's what that's what we've always done. So to each their own, really. Crate digging so, or web surfing? As I'm far as web surfing, it's funny because people assume I have crates. I have like six or seven vinyl records. I will go out and like go through crates and stuff like that, and then make note of what I want to look up. But mm-hmm. I spend most of my time on these random ass like European or South American blog sites or going on YouTube. And then what I actually do is I learn the, the artists, I look up their catalog. I've, you know, I'll get the full album. So pretty much I have what people have crates everywhere. I was about to say it's that, all on my laptop. That wouldn't make a digital I, I feel like that makes more sense. And it's a little more resourceful and cheaper. I, would imagine. I probably have more in my laptop <laughs> than most, most people. people have in crates. Wow. So like, I don't physically crate dig, but I have, an insane amount of albums just on my laptop yeah. that I'll go through every once in a while. So. Now I'm gonna make you uncomfortable one last time. Okay. All right. No, you go I'm to, good. You go, said just you know. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Approach it and just Amoeba, man. You go to Amoeba and see yeah. your shit, man. How how was that? That was tight. Um, we were looking for the tapes. I I Google searched to see where the album was at, and it showed up at Amoeba. Where 
Delicious Vines right across the street. So I was yeah. like, oh, I got to go there and see. see yeah. It'll be my first time seeing it there. And so we get there. We couldn't find the cassettes. I asked the dude over there. He's asking me for the artist's name. That's when I was feeling weird because <laughs> like, I was like, Jan Sport. And I knew it was going to come up on his computer and it was right. going to be like a weird moment. But um, Oh, nigga, that's you. Yeah, <laughs> they showed me where it was at and it was it was a dope feeling. It, like I said, it's it all, go, it all goes back to being in the bedroom hoping that you could have moments like this. And yeah. so it's just like another notch of like, yo, this is – this is not a game anymore. Like, you've done something. Man, so, my God, man. Well, we yeah. appreciate you coming through. I'm always proud of you. Always glad appreciate to see the, pro- the progression yeah, yeah, over the years. <laughs> and I, I'm glad and, and so proud of what y'all are doing. Like I said, like. Thank you. It's just, it's very inspiring to see everybody come up, especially the homies. And, like, yeah. we we were in that apartment, like, yeah, man. five, yes, six we years were. ago. Yeah. And, and now I can turn on Real 92.3 and hear, yeah. hear you guys. And so, love, man. It, it's love. just crazy. It's, it's dope to see. At Jansport J, uh, yes. music.com. Just get everything from there, man. Yeah. Uh, the Black Jesus coming. Well, it's actually probably out right now. It's out right it's now. It's out right probably. now, man. Yeah. Go on and support that as well, yeah. man. And should we just look forward to the next thing, man? Um, appreciate you as always, man. Yeah, Jansport. Yeah, 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 next yeah, go yeah. round. This is uh, Homegrown, baby.